Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. sometimes treat this Christian walk as a great work that we need to accomplish. And to be certain, we have an active role to play. But ultimately, there's no way for us to do this on our own. God has to do his work in us. We need his grace, his strength, his spirit at work in us and in our families and in our churches. I can't make my kids know Jesus. That's ultimately a work of God. I have a role to play, of course, an intentional one, but ultimately it has to be the Holy Spirit at work. Romans chapter 15 verses 5 through 6 continues. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and with one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul calls the Lord the God who gives endurance and encouragement. That's an amazing name for our God. What an amazing God we serve. Not sitting there waiting for us to slip up, but actively giving us endurance, actively giving us encouragement, cheering us on, and working for our good. May this name be a name that we know God by and that we worship him as, the God who gives endurance and encouragement. May that God give you unity, Paul writes, the same attitude of mind towards one another. It's a blessing we can't manufacture entirely on our own. We need to make the effort towards unity, of course. We need to lay ourselves down. We need to put our preferences aside. We need to put others first. We need to keep our mouths shut sometimes. We need to intentionally live towards unity. But the Holy Spirit is the one who ultimately ties us all together. If we lack unity in our marriage or in our family, in our friendships or in our churches, we may need to take some steps ourselves to be certain. But the first step is always prayer. We are to love each other as Jesus loved us, selflessly and sacrificially, and Jesus can help us to do this as he transforms us more into his image. As we become more like him, we'll be closer to him, and as we're closer to him, we'll be closer to one another as a church. United worship is more important than divided worship, obviously. God is blessed when we praise him with one voice. This is interesting because worship is actually an area that churches fight about a lot. Song preference, style, volume, etc. Worship wars, as we call them, dominate the church. But if I sincerely sing out a song that I hate, say, in the name of unity, because it's not my cup of tea, but because Jesus is more important and unity is more important and other people are more important, when I act out in that way, we declare to hell that it is not going to be able to divide us. We tell the enemy that he is not going to get his foot in the door. We tell Jesus that he is more important than my preferences. And we tell our brothers and sisters we love them more than our own worship style. Unity is powerful when we worship this way, when we pray this way, and when we act this way. So as you go about your day today, take some time to pray for unity, for your relationships, for your workplace, for your church. And if there is a step that you can take towards greater unity, go and take that step today. <music>